Subject ACT with me, Hedda Murray. Subject ACT brings you stories from your local Canberra community and beyond, stories with a global dimension. In this podcast, we're going to be yapping about Christmas. At Subject ACT, we thought, as we're entering the holiday season, that it's a good opportunity to chat about pets and how to watch out for them over the Christmas New Year period. And who better to discuss this than Michelle Robertson, CEO of the RSPCA Canberra. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks very much, Heather. Thanks for having me. Michelle, pets are such an important part of the lives of many of us, including me. What are some of the motivations you see for people to adopt a pet? There are so many different reasons. Um, I guess the, the sort of core factor is around companionship. Um, animals have and continue to play such an incredible part of our physical but also our mental health and well-being. And I think that we would be really hard-pressed to find more loyal, more stable, more consistent companionship and unconditional love than what we find um, with our pets. Mm. Yes, I can certainly attest to that. I have a little dog and uh, he's my great companion. Now, there, there was quite an upsurge in pet ownership during lockdown and almost a craze for companion pets, not only dogs and cats, but chickens became quite a thing, if I recall. Now that lockdown's over and many of us are going back to the office, how can we help our pets stay happy if we're no longer with them from nine till five? That is a really good question. And it is something that I would ask everybody to actually sit down and consider um, I want to ask people to plan it out, especially those of us um, that have been at home pretty much 24-7. There is a a certain pattern that's now been established and it would be advantageous and really beneficial if you want to avoid any negative behaviours to plan for that transition as, as you start going back Um, to not being at home 24-7. So the first action point is actually to go and sit and think about it and then to work out what the type of things are that you can do. Some of the things that I would suggest is start by creating mini absences. It's, um, as with anything, you know, we've got to work up towards things. So if if you build up towards... um, being gone for for most of the day, it it would be better for your pet. So give your pet some alone time. Um, A few minutes at a time would be fine, but just start getting them in the habit of being on their own. Consider things like your specific routine. If if you have um, a dog and your dog has been very used to having you at home every single day, all day, consider going for a morning walk before you leave to go to to work so that um, your dog gets that activity, gets rid of some of the the energy that that they do have 
and they would be happier during the day and they'd be more inclined just to chill. But also look at things that we call enrichment or it's mental stimulation. Um, animals engage in negative behaviour for various reasons, but one of the reasons is because they're just bored. Um, and if you if you think about it, if you're stuck in an environment that you can't, you, you know, you can't change the environment, you can't get yourself out of that environment, and you see the same environment every single day, all day, you know, it's going to become really boring. So find things for them to do. And there's really great ideas um, that, that you can find that doesn't need to be expensive toys. So you can look at things like a snuffle mat for, for cats and dogs. And that is where you, you literally get a, um, like a rubber mat and you can weave all sorts of interesting fabrics um, and you can you can stick that through so it becomes interesting to scratch and you can put um, kibble in there so that they can look for the kibble and it's it's an exciting thing for them to do. Um, you could sprinkle kibble in the in the back garden and there's there's many other um, suggestions like that as well. Also consider things like music or sound just to make it interesting for um, you know, it could be cats, dogs, birds, any of your pets would and could respond really well to music. Or look at um, puppy play dates. Um, if there are house sitters that can come and play with your with your dog while you are away or take your dog. Um, there's so many amazing, they call them sort of walking adventures. They go out um, and they just have the best possible time. They're great suggestions. So it's just basically planning out what you're going to do, perhaps take short breaks away from your pet for a while, and maybe even just leave the radio on while you're at the office for them to listen to. 100%. 100%. And a big sort of no-no, and it's a very difficult thing, is when we leave, we tend to want to make a bit of a production out of it. And the same when we come home. And that, of course, is not a good thing to do, especially for those animals that do tend to veer towards separation anxiety. You don't want to make leaving or coming home um, a special event. Um, and you don't want to be rewarding negative behaviours when your animal starts acting out and jumping up and barking and carrying on and then you give them attention. Mm. Um, so try and make it very boring when you leave <laughs> and when you come home. Yes. Um, Michelle, as Christmas approaches, what do folk need to seriously think about if they want to get a pet as a surprise gift for a loved one or a friend for Christmas? Yeah, I, I would strongly try and dissuade people from getting a surprise gift um, as a pet, a pet is something that you must want. It must be, it's a commitment. It's a commitment for the life of that pet. So I don't think that there's any problem with getting and gifting a pet, but it, it shouldn't be a surprise. It should be um, something that is considered and discussed. If it's, of course, if it's a, if you are a parent and you want to get a pet for your children, I think most 
parents realize that even if children promise that they will look after pets, they're not really going to do it. <laughs> it's going to be the responsibility of the of, of the, mm. of the uh, parents anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but but getting a pet for another adult as a um, without them being involved in the process, I think may um, may end up with not the best outcome for for that particular pet. Mm-hmm. And the RSPCA can can make it uh, fa- fairly easy for people to uh, adopt a pet. So perhaps if you could tell us about your Adopt-A-Pet database that people might be able to jump on and have a bit more of a considered approach to their decision. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And th- we, we have um, animals coming in literally daily. So the website could change and sometimes it does change um, quite frequently during the day. Sometimes um, it stays static for longer. So very, very easy. You just hop on to, um, you can just do a quick Google search for RSPCA ACT um, and you head on out to our website and you will see that there is a tab called Adopt a Pet and you can click on that and you can either put in some sort of search criteria, you can refine it according to um, species, or you could just go view all and you will see all animals that we have available for adoption. And we have amazing animals at the moment. We've got birds, we've got cats, we've got um, bunny rabbits, um, we've got dogs. So they're all looking and they're they're all beautiful. Mm. And the most important thing is we try and make a good match. All of us, all our humans, we have our own peculiarities. We've got our own personalities and so do the animals in our care. And we find that the the best match that we can make is where we have the right animal for the right adopter. And when when that happens, it's a love story and we Mm. love those. We love those. Christmas might be a time of good cheer and good times for some, but it can actually be a difficult struggle for others or even a time of crisis. What support can the RSPCA offer those people who may be struggling to care for their pet over Christmas New Year? Yeah, and I know it's really difficult to open up about our challenges and our our struggles, but I would encourage people if you are struggling please talk to us. We, we can help with, with food. Um, there's a number of other organisations in the ACT that have what they call community pantries. And most of those that are in the south and in the north and in the inner city, um, they, they do stock pet food. So you can get access in those community pantries as well. Um, vet care can be really really expensive and we understand that so there are routes and options available as well there's the act pet crisis fund that people can apply um, for a for a I, i guess it's the best description is a grant to support particular care requirements there's also different um center pay options that's linked to centrelink if people are struggling but the most important thing is just talk to us. If we can't help, we will try and find somebody that can or we will try and um, make a plan. But don't not feed your animal or not take your animal 
to a veterinarian because you have challenges and can't perhaps financially make those commitments Mm. over the Christmas period. Mm, That's reassuring to know. What are some of the other issues that pet owners really need to be mindful of at this time of year to keep their little darlings safe and in good health? One of the key things, I think that it's now, well, formally it's December, so Christmas trees can go up. I know some of us have put the Christmas trees up earlier. We've decided 2021 has been too hard and Christmas needs to come (laughs) early. But those shiny baubles, they can be very, very dangerous to our little furry friends, cats and dogs. Um, Cats like to climb into the Christmas trees. So please just be careful of the baubles and please don't leave them lying around. They can shatter um, and they can cut our little um, pits, mouths or, or, or even the, the inside. So just watch watch those Christmas decorations. But also be mindful of um, the weather. It's you know, it, it's been it's been a bit odd with um, with the rain, but we have some hot days coming up. We find and it's I can't, I don't even know why we're still talking about it, but but people leave animals in hot cars Mm. and it is, it's really, really dangerous. It's, you know, within a minute, it can become critical for an animal in, in a car. So please don't do that at all. And of course, it's the season to be jolly. There's there's a whole lot of rich food. It's good and proper. We should indulge, but that's not healthy for our furry friends. So you you can share, but there's certain things that you shouldn't share at all. And that's that's fruitcakes, sultanas, any raisin things, anything with grapes, chocolate, alcohol. Those things should be kept very far away from from your pet. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, Michelle, for joining me on Subject ACT. Thank you so much for having me and happy holiday season to everybody. Thank you. I've been talking with Michelle Robertson, CEO of the RSPCA in the ACT. And if you'd like to find out more about adopting a pet or perhaps even how to get involved with caring for the animals at the RSPCA shelter, jump onto their website, uh, their Canberra website. It's all there. And the last word goes to Kitty. I'm Hedda Murray for Subject ACT. You're listening to 2XXX FM. (laughs) 